0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Modern Mommy Doc podcast. Today we are talking about non binary parenting. Now, I am guessing that some of you are wondering what that even means. Like, are we going to be talking about gender roles? Are we going to be talking about gender affirming care for our kiddos? No, we're going to be talking about a different take on non binary parenting. And this is what I mean. Sometimes when we are parenting, actually a lot of the time, we think about our parenting in very binary ways. So this is good and this is bad. And we think about it like, you know, you hit your sister. That's bad. (laughs) You said, I love you to your sister. That's good. Okay. Fair, right? Those are relatively easy examples. But there are Some circumstances in which both our kids' behaviors and our responses to them are not so cut and dry. And I don't know about you, but sometimes for me, a lot of times for me, let me be honest, a lot of times for me, when my kids are quote unquote misbehaving, when my kids are having a hard time, when my kids are super emotional, the first place that my brain goes is... This is all so bad. Oh my gosh. Everything's going wrong. Oh my gosh. What have I been doing wrong with these kids? Oh my goodness. What do I need to figure out for them? Did they eat enough? Did they have enough rest last night? Did something happen to them at school with a friend? I start searching in my head for solutions. It makes a lot of sense to me. I think that My parents in general, that's the way that they raised me is to be very solutions oriented. And I also think that just the generation of parents that came behind us was very, very solutions oriented. Like there's a, yo, there's a problem. I'll solve it. Right. There's a problem. Yo, I'll solve it. That's how it goes. So that's the way that it was like you're having this bad behavior. That means it's because you're bad. You have a timeout. Our generation is tasked With thinking about in our parenting, is there a middle ground on a lot of the behavioral issues that we see? And can there be a middle ground in our experience as parents? So a lot of psychologists talk about this as like, instead of but parenting, like yes, but it's yes and parenting. So for example, Instead of my kids, they hit, let's go with the hitting example. They hit the kid. I might think, huh, that was bad, but I got to do something about it. So I'm just going to give them time out. Or I might think about it as that was a behavior that I did not like. That was a choice I did not like. And clearly there was a really big behavior behind it. Now, the consequence that I give to my child as a result of that behavior might be exactly the same. It might be that my kiddo still ends up with some time by themselves to think about the action that they did, or they might end up with another natural consequence, like they don't get to play with that toy, or they don't get to have the screen time they were planning on, something like that. That's very, very fair, right? But the thing that will be different for me as a parent Is my perspective in that moment and my level of exhaustion and burnout. When I approach my child's behavior from a yes and perspective or a non-binary perspective, it allows me to see both sides of the coin. It allows me to be less reactive and more responsive to my child. So I can hold simultaneously that the behavior that they did is not okay, but that the emotion is. And that is really the crux of what we want to teach our kids and what, based off the research, Read Whole Brain Child by Dan Siegel and Tina Payne Bryson for this, that's what's going to create kiddos or encourage kiddos to be the 35-year-olds we hope that they will be in the end. Ala Ken Ginsberg, right, the author who talks about this idea of we're not trying to actually solve for behaviors right now with our kids. We're actually trying to encourage them and build resilience and help them to learn skills that will help them when they get to their adulthood. When I separate out a behavior from an emotion, it reduces shame for my kids, but it also sets a limit. So that those behaviors over time, maybe that in that moment, can be quelled eventually, can simmer down, right? It tells my child, you are not a bad person, but that behavior is bad. Isn't something that I like. I'm not going to tolerate it. We're not going to do that. That was a bad choice. It allows them, though, to have whatever feeling they're going to have, to not stuff it down, to not create the situation where they are just like building, 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 building with their emotion and eventually are going to just blow all over the place with their emotions if I make them stifle it and tell them, sorry, you're not allowed to be angry with your brother for taking your toy. I don't really care. Just don't hit, right? If I'm non-binary about it, if I allow it to be both things at the same time, that the emotion is okay, but the behavior is not, that allows my child to actually do the learning. That creates the space for them to learn from their mistake. Mama, it is here and available for download. It's the new Modern Mama's Club app. We are so ready to join you on your personal journey from conflicted to centered. We want to take you on an evidence-based path from feeling conflicted all the time, from feeling pulled in all kinds of directions, from feeling burnt out to feeling really purposeful and aligned. As you move through your working motherhood experience, no matter what is happening around you. So go check it out in the App Store. Here's another way that non binary parenting shows up an example from a couple of weeks ago. I took my kids to an event. My oldest daughter, surprise, surprise, if you've been listening to this podcast for any stretch of time, did not want to go. My younger daughter did. We went anyway. Because sometimes you have to make sure that the younger child gets to have some normal experiences that are typical for her age, even if it makes her older, anxious, autistic sister, wild and crazy with emotion. We have to, because otherwise we would just be shut-ins and be in our house 24-7. Okay, so we're doing that. Now, because my oldest child is so worked up about the fact that she has to go somewhere that she doesn't want to go, and believe me, I absolutely made sure she had like a good book, she had something good to eat, she was listening to her favorite songs, like she had the headphones on, we were doing all the things to try to accommodate, right? But she still was upset. She kept like nagging at her sister, I'm going like poke, poke, poke. She like hit her with a brush and then she's poking her with her finger. And then she's saying some little needling comment about how she's the older one and the other one's a baby, yada, 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 right? She's in this negative space. A younger child, what do you think she did? She responded, of course, by clapping back, right? Like, hell no, you're not going to treat me this way. So she's clapping back. The two of them are in the back seat. I am trying to do something kind for my kids and nice that's not screen related, that's having me be very involved, lots of special time with my kids, and my kids are acting like a bunch of yee-haws. okay? And so they're in the back, they're arguing, and the first thing that comes to my mind is this was a mistake, this is a horrible day, I hate being a parent, okay? I want to be honest with you, that's what I thought, like, these kids suck, I suck as a parent, clearly, and this is just a horrible day. It's a horrible day. That's the first thought that came to my mind. Okay, so they're arguing at full tilt. I'm having to manage them behaviorally in the back. We finally get to our destination. We do the activity that my younger child wants to do. My older child is over listening to a podcast with headphones on, did not want to be part of it at all. This was at a roller skating rink that we went to. My oldest daughter, actually, she goes, hey, she gets there, I don't want to do the skates at all. And then we get there and she goes, do you think I should maybe do the skates? So we get there. She tries it. She hates it. Okay, fine. She sits there with her little earphones on and the younger one gets to skate. And then we leave. And the kids are simmered down because they both got the thing that they needed to do. The little one got to have a moment that was just for her to shine in the sun. And we go to a frozen yogurt spot. I know you guys are thinking like Froyo, is that a thing? Yes, it is. You know, parents of like five and eight year olds, you're at the frozen yogurt shop whenever you can be. Get all those toppings on with the tart yogurt, right? Okay, so we go to the frozen yogurt shop. And at the frozen yogurt shop, we're all sitting there smiling, enjoying, cuddling. And my youngest kid says to me, this is the best day ever. You're the best mom ever. Talk about a 180, right? We went from like crying, sobbing. This is the worst. Yeah, 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 To like, oh my gosh, it's the best day in the whole world. And the thing that it brought to light for me is just this idea in motherhood, when we try to make it like, it's the best, oh my gosh, it's amazing, or motherhood is so hard, it's horrible, I hate being a mom, I'm exhausted, it's blah, 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 blah. All, right, all the things, it's never one of those things or the other, usually. Sometimes there's extreme circumstances. I've been in some of those deep pits, right? But like generally speaking, it's somewhere in between, or it's floating between the two things. And I don't just think, I know that the more that we can get to a place where we're riding those waves of this is a bad moment, this is an amazing moment, oh, bad moment again, okay, amazing moment again, it will swing back to the middle at some point, right? The more we can think about that, and instead of fighting those really deep dives that we take in motherhood or waiting for those amazing moments that are like top of the earth with our kids and instead allow ourselves to be okay with the ride, with the up and the down and the middle and the boring, the happier we will be over time. The less wistful we will be, the more accepting we will be. The more we will be in a place where motherhood isn't giving us whiplash and we are able to be okay, no matter what the circumstances are. In the end, I'm talking about bringing yourself to a place where you are in the center of your own circle, where instead of being pulled in all different directions, either by to-dos or by the emotions that come up naturally without you being able to have anything to do in terms of controlling it, the better off you're going to be, the better off your motherhood experience is going to be. I know it because I've loved it. I'll see you next time, mama. Hey mama, if you want more of the modern mommy Doc podcast, make sure that you click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd also be so honored if you shared with your friends and on social media with the hashtag modern mommy dog. If you share about something that inspired you or that you learned from the podcast, we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thanks for listening.